Ah, you made it. Hi. Hello. And welcome to Kraken's cabin. You got the invitation, I see. Excellent, excellent. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? Come in, please. Make yourself at home. Hmm? Oh, I inherited this place from my uncle a few months back. I haven't completely finished packing up his things yet and unpacking my own, but I'm not in any rush either. My cats, Talia and Nisa, well, I'm sure they're around here somewhere too. They might pop in and say hi when they're done hunting. Whatever it is those two are hunting. So many rooms for them to explore in here. Sometimes I feel like I haven't seen every room either. What I did find was this massive library though. Shelves upon shelves of leather bound books. Stacked with every story you could imagine. I got lost in there. More than once, I can tell you. Caught up in words that took me to other places. Other times. But never mind that. That's not why you're here. You're here for a bedtime story, right? Well, I hope you don't mind. But I took the liberty of making your favourite drink and lighting the fire. It can get a little chilly in here from time to time. So please, make yourself comfortable in the chair next to the fireplace there. And we'll begin with this classic that I found upstairs in the library. I think you'll love it. It's The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, a while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ha, distinctly I remember. It was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I'd sought to borrow, for my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore. Nameless here, forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain, rustling of each purple curtain, thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating to some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. That it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. The fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, 
Long I stood there wondering, fearing. Doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token. And only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chambers turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with merry a flirt and a flutter, in there stepped a stately raven, of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obsidians made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and set, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling, my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stem decorum of countenance at war. Though thy crest be shaman shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven. Ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me, what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore? Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marvelled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little revel in seaboard. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bus spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he muttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. And the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken. Doubtless, said I, what it utters is only stock and store. Caught from an unhappy master whose unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till the songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling. Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking, nevermore.
This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fall whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamp-like loaded o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamp-like loading o'er. She shall press. Evermore. Then methought the arcry dancer, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God has lent thee, by these angels he has sent thee, respite, respite and nepenthe from my memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still of bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore. Is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still of bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell the soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Eden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonium shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from above my door. Quoth the raven. Nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the light over him streaming throws his shadow on the floor, how my soul from out the shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted, nevermore. I do love that tale. I've always believed birds are powerful creatures. I think our ancestors were wise to treat them with respect, you know. Perhaps the next raven you see. Maybe you should say hello to him. They might even say hello back. You're looking sleepy, my friend. So, I will take my leave. The guest bedroom's ready for you. It's just down the hallway. Second door on the left. Good night. I hope you dream sweet dreams. You deserve that.